Oh, Elaine. Hey, everyone. Luke Gaston. You're listening to Goofin. Thanks for tuning in to Goofin. Thanks for being here. Hope you're, hope you're all doing good. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Shout out to Greeley, the Moxie Theater. Always fun shows, and thanks for being safe. That was a blast. Uh, well, most of you were safe. There was one guy I'm like, you're just not going to wear a mask? I love the mentality of some people where they're like, I'll just elbow the virus in the face if it comes near me. It's like, all right, science. But yeah, thanks for coming out, everyone. That was a blast. I'm doing good. I ate too much pork this weekend, drank too much beer, and, uh, you know, for some reason this year has been like the year of just, you know, let's just eat as much pork as we can put in our in our, in our gourd. That's that's what I've been doing, and uh, starting to feel the effects. Turns out just your body hurts if you eat too much eat too much pig. I, after the show in, in Greeley, uh, uh, Tobias and I went out and go, got some tacos at a food truck. And, like, you know, it's a proper, you know, taco truck where they have, you know, tongue and stomach. And Toby was like, do they have any snoot? <laughs> Can I get a snoot? Just a little piggy nose right there. That's fun. Things are looking up. Things are going good. Virus is going down. Shows are opening up. And hopefully we can get that vaccine out so we can r- return to being people again. And we can all have a snoot on me. That's right. But the reason I started the podcast today with my impression of Patrick Warburton is because uh, my guest today, super funny comedian out of Fort Collins, Colorado, we used to hang out in the back of Hody's and other shows, and you know we would. I miss talking with funny people, and this 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 comedian in particular was super fun to do Patrick Warburton impressions and other impressions of other comics together. We'd just be at the back of places going, "Oh, a line. Where's Jerry? Jerry, a line, line, Jerry." Um, back and forth. <laughs> Goose Coast Poison. That wasn't as good, but he's a super funny comic and really like, too, like really just too smart, too smart of a dude. I love him to death. Let's hear it for the super funny, too smart Ryan Knoll. Goofing, goofing, no? just goofing. <laughs> uh- <laughs> no, I can't turn my camera on. Oh, uh, so I, I apparently, you know, was so paranoid about uh, the the possibility of the Chinese spying on me that I've uh, destroyed my my software for, for some reason. I can't, I can't get it to work. So That's really the only way to know you've, you're safe is destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who would have thought that applying a screwdriver forcefully to my, uh, my, my laptop would, would have... If you destroy everything you love, they have nothing to take from you. So... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> As we're seeing in the Capitol now. Oh, yeah. I thought this would be a good week for us to do uh, a podcast. <laughs> there were, the, yeah. last, the last time we hung out, you were, uh, we, were, we were in Boulder. And That's right. You, we had this long, it was this blizzard. We're on the way to this long conversation. Probably like, it was probably like late 2019. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking about how like, well, I don't know. Maybe if Bernie gets elected, maybe society has a chance. You know, <laughs> maybe the bourgeoisie who own most of the people, the twelve families that are the richest in the world, aren't going to yeah. take over. Yeah, and maybe Trump gets voted out. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... And then, then the pandemic happened, and Bernie got annihilated by uh-huh. corporate America. But yeah, yeah, it's it's we're in a bad spot, man. We're in a bad. How bad? Scale of one to one to let's say uh, complete annihilation to ooh, like oh my knee got scraped, kind of. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say because we're we're on like the precipice of whether things can start getting much better or much much worse. Yes, and uh, I think we'll have a better idea in the next like few weeks, like how 
deep the rot is, but yeah. apparently, you know, uh, letting people think whatever bullshit nonsense they want and legitimizing that as sort of a political position is a terrible idea that leads yeah. to uh, untold uh, death and destruction. Yeah, the the whole echo chamber thing too is pretty rough. It's not especially. good. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we talked about we've... that too. We just had this. I remember it was this show we did in Boulder where no one showed up. <laughs> <laughs> we we drove through a blizzard to do that's to, right. Do a that's show right. for no one. <laughs> this was for um, uh, where was it? Tandoori was it? Yeah. No, it was uh, it was New Money. It was in the basement that's of license. Right. Yeah. License that's number right. one. That that show was my uh uh my banner for Facebook for a long time. It was. Gotta, yeah. love, gotta love a good Facebook banner, man. I mean, I put an old man to sleep. I was pretty, pretty pleased <laughs> with that. That's right. You know, because after like so many years of stand-up comedy, like the the new types of humiliation become novel. Oh, you know, yeah. Where, where it's like, wow, I've never, I've never had this. <laughs> This is a new low. <laughs> Devastatingly embarrassing experience before. All right. Well, the show started at like 9.30 at night on a Wednesday in, in a uh, not crowded bar. And the people yeah. who were there were just trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> we show up. Yeah. Really, we were the assholes. Mm -hmm. It was, we should have known better. We should have let that man nap. But instead, we had to tell uh, him about our dicks. And it's funny because I've seen some of these rooms just deteriorate. Like they're like, oh, this is a great show, and then for some weird reason or another, it's just like this place is, this is, oh. this place needs to die. No. Yeah, I was I was on either the first or second New Money when uh, uh, Rupp first got it, and uh, it was a great show. You know, it's a perfect room for it. It's packed. It's got uh, you know that those low ceilings. It's a nineteen nineteen twenties bar kind of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean. I think I still have the little. This was back when they would give us coins to to exchange for uh, uh, free free drinks. It was very very schmancy. Yeah. Doubloons. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's doubloon sized. It's, it's like <laughs> you know, pull it out of a, a shipwreck someday. But I remember I remember being down there, and it was like right before a show, and I got my drink ticket, and I remember talking to this. The, one of the bartenders and she was like she was like well i was like oh what's this for and like oh i'm doing comedy and she's like i think you're gonna do great and then she just walks away <laughs> <laughs> i have no interest in seeing or experiencing the greatness yeah. but i think you'll do great you tip me shut up get out of here <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah we're uh we're we're less than than uh dignified the uh, no. The, the, the comics the, it's the, funny the, even if you're like if you had been on late night people are like what you're a comic you know what do you mean oh yeah i mean like, no late one night con like yeah if you've done late night comedy and there's a good chance no one knows you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's oh, how yeah. i mean saturated that, it got that phrase um there's no middle class in comedy you know yeah. like and, uh, you know, in the last few years, like, I, I've really come to appreciate, like, that that middle, uh, not not in terms of, like, class, not in terms of money, because, like, their money is as shit as our money, but, like, uh, <laughs> that, that strata of people who, like, they haven't broken out yet, they might never, honestly, yeah. but uh, they're so good, 
like they're they're perfect comics and you no one knows who the hell they are yep you can go to the grocery store you know they're they're not famous in the least but they they go all across the country and slay and yep there's there's, there's there's always that person i think you'll hear people talking after a show is like i like the second guy the guy with the beard the mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. i like that tall lanky guy who talked about star wars <laughs> you know no one says that no it's true <laughs> like again Literally, I, like, no one first thing on stage gets on stage like yeah i want to talk about the chewbacca scene in the first episode of the <laughs> <laughs> i remember I remember it was uh, one of the last shows I did at Hody's. I had this whole thing about how like uh, I'm C-3PO and no one wants to fuck C-3PO. Um, and you know, after the fact, I was thinking like, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it was the equivalent of like you getting up on stage and saying something racist. People have like an idea of what you're going to say just from how you look. And you defy their expectations by not saying the racist thing. Right. Me getting up there and talking about like deep Star Wars lore is really just playing into <laughs> the bad <laughs> negative assumptions that someone already has. Yeah. About <laughs> who I am and what I think. And yeah, so that that's probably something to back away from. <laughs> yeah, I, you're right, dude. The more I the older I get, the more of a proud boy I become, like looking. <laughs> You know, it's 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 yeah. The, there's age is humiliating. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of grateful that my camera's not working because I have turned into a bald golem like <laughs> creature. It's it's. I like to think you sh- you've shrunk down into that like alien size thing in Men in Black One, <laughs> in the head. <laughs> I'll I'll take it. I yeah I, you know he's he's got some stuff going on for yeah. him you know there's, whole there's, galaxy in his palm yeah there's there's, there's little little eyes <laughs> beady little eyes dude i miss seeing you do stand up likewise it's, man and speaking and speaking of uh the more like you talk about people who you think are really good and just don't break out for some reason mm. you're one of those people dude seriously nah, nah. that that's her motherfucker <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> Yeah, it's it's I I I you know I cancel out any any good that I do on this stage with my weird forcefully awkward personality. That's what mm. you know, I, I have to I have to make it up somewhere. It's like, I see. Boy, he's funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, dude. Yeah. You're you you've done you have some so. If I, if I was if I could explain to the folks who haven't seen your comedy out mm. there, you you have a way of like constructing a bit that's so tight and has mm. so many layers to it and just keeps going for like minutes on minutes. It feels like a fully fleshed out because <laughs> I feel like a lot of jokes are like my jokes are like you know the, the longest one I have is like maybe two minutes, but I'll chunk it together with things that are similar. Sure, but you sure. have like a through line in a lot of your jokes where I'm like, this is so like you you have a joke about pugs that is. Uh. Yeah, one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Ah, and thank you. and when you said it once, I was like, "You're like, why, why, why don't you say that? Like, where's this come from?" And you're like, "Oh, it's something I did five years ago." Fuck. <laughs> and I think if you just put together some of those five minute bits through to like a forty minute act, you could yeah. fucking murder places, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because I I don't I don't really know you know 
what my appeal is or why I land in some places and don't in others. It's never, it just kind of escapes me, like what, what it is people like or don't like about me. So I, I just continue blithering through this and, you know, well, I think you, you, the second you start thinking like, what are you, what are the people going to like about me? I think that's when yeah. you're, that's when you're a crazy person. That doesn't oh, work. That, no, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. And, or, or, you know, you're a, you're a marketing manager in which case, you know, stop right. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's always, you know, like, uh, stand-up comedy is kind of like the friction between what you think is funny and what the world thinks is funny mm -hmm. and uh you know sometimes that that really jives you know sometimes that's perfect and other times not at all because i think every not just comedian but every artist has had this experience where you work so hard on something that you're really proud of and no one really likes it and then you toss something off and everyone's just like that ah, that's the best thing ever you know i love it it's yeah so great. yeah yeah but, I call uh, that killing your darlings, learning to kill yeah. your darlings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kill your babies is yeah. like, like the big term that, uh, you know, any stand up, uh, not stand up, uh, creative writing teacher will tell you, like, you, you got to get rid of the, the, the shit that you, you think God is good because you're wrong. Can you imagine if some kid took that literally? That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the trouble we're in today with these liberal educators and their, your their honor. damn creative writing courses. <laughs> Your Honor, my teacher told me I could do this. I should do this to be a good writer. Just a uh, bag. There's just there's just a bag. Like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's getting dark pretty quick. I mean, we're we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, just events of last week. It's oh yeah. yeah, but it's also a grass is always greener thing because like uh, mm. a, a lot of my jokes like they. The, the process for writing for me is usually like learning where to cut stuff rather than where to build stuff because I, I always overdo it. I ah. always overwrite initially. And then it's saying it all in front of people until I get a better sense of like, what, what do, what, what works in this, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's also like the longer I've done comedy, the more I've realized that like the people who, have a sense of brevity are the ones who have it figured out because simpler is better totally you know? yeah that's and, that's part of the killing your darlings thing where you're like mm -hmm. well no i say mm -hmm. this joke this way and th i wrote it this way so this is the way it's got to be yeah and and you know it the the stand-up's not really a thing where you can effectively play the margins you know like you can have a niche but it means you're going to set yourself up for a lot of bad nights because yeah. uh, you're, you're the entertainment. You're there to make people happy and they're right there. They're right in front of you and they're going to make their displeasure or indifference very known to you. So you either have to have like thick skin or you need to actually like appeal to as many people as you're capable of. Right. And, this, that, I think yeah, that's, a, that's a good way to put it is the what's the one thing you'd focus on? Yeah, that like it, that is relatable because yeah. I think Je Je uh, what's his name? I was gonna say Jeff Dunham. Everyone's racist. No, uh, I was gonna say <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, he, he talks about food and how he eats too much. Yeah, and he does. What do most little... Americans do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does this little audience insert character. Where oh, he talks wow. about 
like, you know, it breaks the fourth wall a bit. Yeah, I'm cheating, yeah, on, my, <laughs> I'm cheating on my wife. <laughs> if he did that, oh my god, especially because his wife writes half his act, writes too. Half his, half his jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that more comics don't do that. Cheat on know? their wives? <laughs> no, unfortunately, that's. <laughs> That seems fairly uh, standard issue, sadly. But yeah. no, like co-write with uh, mm-hmm. with, the, with the ladies because, like, I, I've never understood, like, um, uh, you know, I've met a lot of guys doing this who have this like this is my art sort of mentality. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like no one gives a shit, you know. Like you're you're there to make people laugh, you know, yeah. and that that can mean a lot of things and you know all the self-importance that gets wrapped up in like you know i, well, I want to be like carlin i want to be like fucking bill uh you know what's his fuck uh bill burr no well bill burr's you know he's a, he's just a dumb southie you know? <laughs> like it's, who, he's not, yeah <laughs> you know, who, who thinks a little extra hard about the stuff he says you know but, dude 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 hey mm. But uh, yeah, his uh, his special in the blue, the black and white special is one of my favorite specials ever. Uh, me, me too. Yeah, me too. It's, really? It's one of yeah. It's it's one of the the. And I'm not a huge Bill Burr fan, but that special he so good. I mean, yeah. Well, like what I was talking about before with the uh, the whole like uh, uh, sort of defying your your expectation that the audience has of you, where you you subvert that automatic assumption of what you're going to be like yeah um i I find that you know if you can get someone to laugh at something that they don't agree with politically that's very convincing um to to your you know way of thinking right yeah but a lot of people don't try to make a joke there they just sort of insult people that they don't agree with and be like it's a joke and it's like well right yeah that's, that's the difference between someone who's been doing it for you know decades and then the person who just yeah. gets on stage and says oh i'm saying it you know uh, yeah i mean there's a few people who've who've gotten like i don't know an accordion and a top hat and <laughs> have been able to disguise stuff as like wow look at this quirky guy you yeah, know? yeah. If you can dress up the hate speech, then you know. It's all yeah, the but the best you're going to get is a weekend in Vegas. You're, you get a paid hotel room, and then you know. I will say, <laughs> it, at least you're a showman. Yeah, <laughs> at least you're there's some to that, dude. The, there's like there's performers, and then there's people who you look to are like creators. Yeah, yeah. It's it's true. It's true. And there's, and I feel like all stand up comics are like, you know, they're. It requires elements of both, but you're generally in one camp or the other. Yeah, you know, like you're you're a writer or you're a performer, and there there are those magical unicorns that are like the perfect blend of both. But most of us are stuck on one side of the fence, just kind of looking over and being like, oh, "If only." Oh, I wish I could do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I wish I could write like like you say you you like like to write a lot. I, I'll like write maybe four or five lines that I think are silly about something, and then <laughs> after that, it's like I can't. I got to go talk to someone about this before I, because <laughs> I could be an idiot. I could I could my view could be idiotic and just dumb. Sure, but I could be an idiot too, and I'll spend like you know twice as much time writing like a fucking <laughs> novella about. <laughs> cheese or whatever the hell i'm on about that week and then <laughs> that's the turns best. out nope i'm dumb i'm dumb it was bad 
So that's happened plenty of times. So I wrote something. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you something I wrote down that I would have said at Hody's. I don't know yeah. how I, I turned it into a joke, but this is the this is what I wrote down as what I thought could be a joke. It's, uh, mm-hmm. We stuck his hand in a glass of hot water, then we peed on him. <laughs> I don't know if that's like- a sketch. I don't know how I'd set that up. <laughs> right. I, I I think, you know, yeah, I think a pretty simple setup of, you know, like, oh, we are all at, I don't know, camp or something, yeah. you know, and, hey, yo, you know, the hijinks. Just, just a bunch of guys being dudes in one uh, day. You know, boyhood hijinks. And... <laughs> Back then we called it abuse. No, uh <laughs> Yeah, one of us filmed it, and uh, now that's how we all make our money. That's <laughs> pfights.com. This is this isn't a stand-up routine. This is a this is an advertisement. <laughs> this is a promo code goofing to get pfights uh, first month free. That's a pretty good offer. I, mean, uh, I can't well, I stand it. Been... Do you listen to podcasts? Because I've been listening to a lot where it's like they'll they'll start doing the commercials, and I'm like, you guys are just, just stop with the. Oh boy, they, they really don't pack need it to in. just stop doing this. Like, especially when you're like you're really good conversation, and it's like simply say, especially during the riots, like the listening yeah. to the news, you listen yeah. to the news during like the, oh, they're talking man. about the riots. It's like, yeah, yeah, and then they storm the Capitol, and then it just right. goes like, Goldie <laughs> Hahn has a new play coming this fall, right. right? And this security officer, you know, he faints, he looks over to the left for just a split second. And he, he realizes that the Senate floor is still full and purple mattresses are now off 70%. So if you order now, it's just like, what the Just fuck, sneak man? it right in like that dude <laughs> interrupt the fucking news story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd like it more if they tried to integrate it. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I can only imagine what was running through his mind. Maybe, maybe perhaps, oh, if only I'd gotten a better night's sleep. <laughs> Police shot the victim 48 times. Um, which is how many how many times I saved on my car insurance? Forty eight percent. That you know, I'm not saying that Blue Apron could have prevented this tragedy, but I will say that you know when you have a full stomach from a nutritious meal, you tend to make better decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be too rich or too poor? Um, I don't think that's a choice. <laughs> too rich, of course. <laughs> Really? Of course too rich. Yeah. You're not gonna have as many friends. There's a great way to fix being too rich that no rich person seems to have ever thought of. But like there aren't very many ways, at least in this country at this time, to fix being too poor. No, you have to you have to stay rich. You have the second you throw money at a poor person, you just your money just flies out. Make up. more money? Uh yeah. I'll okay. <laughs> just... All right. This wasn't a good this wasn't a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, do you I want think... a lot of money? <laughs> what? Do you want an easier life with uh, without you know the constant specter of worry and dread and, and yeah. know, inevitable oh, yeah. physical and financial dissolution? Yeah, your lower tummy hurts a little bit one night, and you're like, "Wow, I'm I'm dead. I'm dying." Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a delight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the podcast, everyone. Have a good night. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, this, this is you're getting a, you're getting a taste of why, like, I'm I'm not more successful. I am a fucking drag. Oh, like, but the best way, <laughs> in the best way, Ryan. You drag. I cannot right- tell you 
how many how many phone calls I've fielded over the the year for people, you know, just checking in, touching base, seeing how I'm doing, yeah. and uh, they leave just bummed out and worried. <laughs> you were telling me how you did a show in Colorado Springs with to a uh, was it a church? A black nightclub, an all black nightclub that uh, oh. decided to do stand-up comedy and you know I, I don't know why but they they booked all white comedians from northern colorado <laughs> and a guy who has strong opinions about marvel comics <laughs> <laughs> you know I, that would have probably played better honestly but like but everybody had just gotten out of church and we're in like their sunday best and uh and poof it was it was rough man walk uh, me through it walk me through what happened like did did you do a joke and it just well, nothing yeah, worked because i i What'd was open with um oh my usual nonsense one-liner about what was it um it was either the hemorrhoid joke or the the um <laughs> I can't even remember my opener. This is how long it's been. What's the hemorrhoid joke? Uh, the one about how uh, <laughs> <laughs> why the guy at the checkout counter asks me how my day is going when all I'm buying is preparation age. To get on. Yeah. It's like it kind of feels like it's self-evident how, how the day is going. But, um, either that or uh, uh, the stupid one about uh, starburst about how uh i learned that there was you know all pink bags of starburst just only the pink kind and uh i was very excited and i bought it and i took it home and i haven't shit in three days uh and i'm worried now i'm worried that it, it won't happen uh i'm, I'm worried that it will <laughs> And then when it does, I don't know what it will be. Uh, dude, I missed. Yeah. Oh, god damn it! Such a it's <laughs> dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I think you're 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 unique. You you are unique with your jokes. Because hmm. I've never heard anything like it before. I, I know I'm, gu- I'm gushing. I'm gushing all over you. I know. Uh, well, thank thank you, thank you. I I cannot see that, internalize that, or take compliments. <laughs> so so I do appreciate it. I just who I, hurt you, Ryan? Why can't you? Why can't you? T- why can't I say you're funny and you go? I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Ryan hurt Ryan, so I'm, I'm in uh, therapy. It's okay, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It 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 comes from a deep seated fear of. Uh, I would rather die underrated, than ever live overrated, and so I can't internalize any of that because I. Uh, you know, yeah. to always feel like I have to go up and keep trying harder. And that is also uh, kind of devastating to the motivation because there is no precipice that you can reach where it's like, oh, okay, I can be happy now. Uh, but oh, yeah. That just blew my mind. I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? No. If you just if you just no. put some of your writing samples, I think you could get a job like for sure. So? Oh yeah, you read some I've, of the stuff on the Onion, and I'm like, like just your joke about, like, you open with the, the hemorrhoid thing. 
that's a joke sure. on the like the, that could be on the onion and they sure. throw money yeah. at people yeah it's it's weird because i've i've uh you know i only get writing gigs it's very few and far between you know i i do send out pitches to places to try and you know get uh articles published but um <clears throat> yeah it's it's I, I don't know if i'm bad at job interviews or, or what but it, it doesn't yeah. seem to work very it's uh it's very difficult for someone who creates stuff to also be busiest business savvy yeah 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 the the, the people who fuse the two i'm very jealous of because yeah i've never had much of a mind for anything practical or useful <laughs> right i know enough technical stuff to do all this stuff but just it's just my own little sandbox you know yeah but i yeah. don't have enough to be like well i need to go get promoters and then i also maybe they can collab with this person and right. do trends on instagram and do class snapchat and yeah. the fans yeah well and, and like some people look at like any given situation and see all of the avenues of attack and see how how to play the game you yeah know, what what knobs to turn what buttons to press you know who to shake hands with yada 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 I people are just mysterious and random creatures to me. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I don't have a good sense of you know how to predict behavior or you know what uh, anyone's actually like or what they're going to do. It, it, it you know I've I've read too much literature. You cannot know a man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, no. Uh, no. I miss screwing around with you at open mics. Likewise, man. Likewise. It's always I, uh, it was always we'd we'd go to the shadows and we would <laughs> Yeah, we'd lurk. Yeah. Yeah. Lurk, goof around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the titular goofing. Yep. We would talk uh, about who's on stage. <laughs> you know, I think I think that's the thing of most comedians I've talked to miss the most is the shit talking. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Oh. It really is. It oh. really is. It's uh. We I loved pantomiming people's acts like in a different voice while they did their act word for word. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things that like there, there's an affection in the form of like uh, taunting shit talk that a lot of comedians, you know, because it's not. I mean, it is hurtful to and corrosive and toxic and all of that that you know the bad stuff that goes along with it. But it's like a good roast joke, you know, requires yeah. careful observation and understanding of the person you're roasting. Yes. And so there is something inherently complimentary about like the perfect you know put down in that way because it's tailor-made for that person and it would only work for that person i think it's important for stand-up because you got to have thick skin on stage mm -hmm. and you're i think i feel like we can make fun of each other because we we know what it's like we all know what it's like to be on stage yeah. and be yeah ridiculed like that or for just sure. be be embarrassed or be for sure. just judged that harshly but <laughs> when you're judged harshly in a funny way by your your buddies who is just on stage. I yeah. think that's like the where yeah. camaraderie kind of comes in. Absolutely. And I think, I think there is a, uh, a thing that like most people outside of comedy don't understand and would view as sort of like hurtful bullying, 
where you're on stage and you're just eating shit like it's going horrible and the only laughter in the room is your friends laughing at you just totally just cratering in front of them and that i don't think that comes from a mean-spirited place that comes from sort of that that developed absurdity of just how horrible that feeling is where there's nothing else to do with it but laugh at it you know it's like yeah it's like it's like imagining if your friend's trying to catch a chicken and but your chicken ends up chasing the the guy around right yeah right it's gone horribly wrong everything's whatever the the triumph is gone and you just have to laugh at them because it's like oof, been there yeah exactly yeah it's it's like chasing around the greased pig and then the pig destroys like the the entertainment center you know it's 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 laughing at the cosmic absurdity of it where it's just it's it's bigger than than all of us and uh and it's it's mean comedy is mean yeah yeah (laughs) it's visceral bracing bracing it's been interesting i love hearing hearing, what's that well it's just been interesting hearing how many people have said uh uh, just voiced i don't know almost relief you know at not being in the rat race of it not feeling like you have to keep up with it all the time Mm -hmm. and that's been interesting that's been yeah yeah i mean not everyone obviously but i know i've heard that from enough enough people that does make me wonder where as a as an entity stand-up comics how much of it is like a stockholm syndrome you know how much of it is just i've like a gambler's fallacy of like i've invested so much time in this i need to continue doing it yeah, it was pretty funny because like Kyle, you know, a bunch of people just to name like Kyle Pogue, quick comedy. Now he's like living a great, living a great life. Is it just has a really good job? Uh, yeah. Cody got engaged. Uh, Justin, Cardinal, moved, yeah, yeah J- Justin's moving out to has a new job in California. Yeah, yeah. And I I can't wait for when we get back on stage. We can go like, oh God, we were fucking miserable back then right. before we when we had no comedy. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it. It, it does speak to how most people start stand up feeling you know in a in a a rut they're in a, a dead end place in their life or or they need they need something yeah it's filling a hole and uh i don't want to say that you know no one healthy would do this because i don't i don't think that's true but yeah uh, it it does speak to a pervasive mental ennui that, that runs through the scene any but, scene yeah at the same time though it's you it's that hard link to an audience yeah yeah it's, well, it's you're connecting a room through gooberness yeah. yeah and i you know i've i've been through many oscillations with stand-up comedy of like uh where i hate it i hate doing it i hate thinking about it <laughs> to like well this is my future i love this this is wonderful you know and i i've gone through like all of it and i think at a certain point i I, i've realized that i'm you know i can go long period i don't need it but i don't think i'll ever quit it because there there is nothing quite like that 
rush of, you know, uh, getting an audience to be happy. And uh, yeah, and that's that's I the you could be seventy eight years old and get on a stage mm-hmm. and talk to people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. It doesn't require a lot. No, you know, it it's all mental. You know, it, all the all the prep and all the writing and all the performance. It's all in all in you. It's all skills that you develop. You don't need, you know, a, a monster rig of a computer or a you know uh, editing yeah. software or you know any any of the shit that like most creative endeavors they have a pretty high bar of entry just to get stuff. Yeah, in fifty years, do you think like the way we think now politically? would be the alt-right in the future it's possible it's possible i mean 75 year old luke is like i think i think people should have inclusive workspaces and people like fucking racist (laughs) (laughs) i mean my response to that would be like watch like an episode of uh, like friends right now yeah you know just be like oh dear you know, and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, they're just like Joey's dating a black girl or like whatever. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you even do that? That was yeah. Looking back is pretty wild. Like especially just oh, just just looking at just even cartoons. Oh yeah, cartoons I mean, were crazy. I was like, holy! I was watching uh, what's that one? The Christmas one with the uh, with the I went to be a dentist. That one. Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh yeah, Rankin yeah. Bass. Yeah, the, the one from like the sixties. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. The guy with the mustache looks like me, kind of. He's like, "Shut mm-hmm. up, toot!" And just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. yeah. I mean, fucking most media from the sixties is pretty hard to watch for that reason because it's just like, yeah, a couple of dames walked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people. <laughs> I Give us some I examples, Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I, I'm alone in my home for long periods of time, so I've been watching the original Star Trek, <laughs> and I've never seen it before, and I'm just kind of flabbergasted at the idea that like people have like asked the question, "Why don't women like this?" Because it's just. Just wall to wall misogyny and hate speech, you know, like yeah. ah, the utopian future. Is it Get just us the... a coffee, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, is it just like the Kathy, like yeah. bring the coffee and then like a smack on the ass kind of? Yeah, where yeah. like fucking Ensign Jill is wearing like a mini skirt, whereas everyone else wears pants, you know, and yeah, the, 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 ratings, the feminist, man. You know, ratings. Yeah, yeah. The, the the feminist movement was uh, pretty important to this country, and uh, any any uh, sense of justice or equity that we we possess, I don't I don't think, you know, I, I don't understand why feminism has such a derogatory sort of uh, uh, usage in most of the times that I hear it. When like, <laughs> I think it's because you see like a photo online or some meme or something like that that's like. This is what feminists think. It's all yeah. propaganda. Yeah, it's 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 a straw man to, yeah. to basically get performative outrage so that you can yeah. 
you know, storm the Capitol and commit hate mm-hmm. crimes without. Yeah, if I, I mean, it's just to say, like, if I put on a life vest, I look like a proud boy immediately. Yeah. 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 We've doesn't we've mean got, I am. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is uh, sort of sort of the legacy of white guys not not doing too great <laughs> in terms of uh, our our, uh, our record of of being shitty. Yeah, is a is a bit troubling. Pretty historic. It's it's not a good uh, good ledger. No? no, I mean, name a few. <laughs> well, <clears throat> do you want me to go alphabetically? <laughs> Let's go alphabetically. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, atrocities. atrocities. Uh, so, uh, all right, we'll work our way up to uh, uh, beheadings, acres, stealing acres. Uh, acreage, yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's something we definitely did. Where, uh, where did the the, the knolls hail from? Um, so from which do you come from? Fa- most of my family is Scottish, mm. um, and then part of it's Italian. So I think if you were born in a different time, you would be like at a Scottish university teaching Shakespeare. Well, given the track record of of. Uh, what Knowles uh, were doing, um, I think it'd be much more likely that I would be a pale, sickly mud person <laughs> who was working in a coal mine because that's where most of my <laughs> Scottish family, but that's what they were doing. That's what they were up to. They were not You're being a mud rat. <laughs> yeah, they were. They weren't like poets or you know uh, professors. They were. They were. Uh... <laughs> Did you ever hear that joke I told? <laughs> uh about about my family tree no okay so this is this is a perfect example of like that separation between what you think is funny and what the audience thinks is funny because this it worked once and it's broken my heart ever since because uh my family tree is just littered with hilariously bleak deaths of you know like (laughs) so like my great 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 grandfather had like you know, eight or nine kids because they were all Catholic. And uh, he died in the coal mines. So all of his children had to go work in the coal mines to continue, you know, living. And <laughs> Just carry little, little little wagons of coal. <laughs> you have, you know, seven and eight-year-olds working in a coal mine. It doesn't go well. And yeah. so... I, you know, some of them fell into like molten lead and some of them got chopped in half with my parts. And just, you know, it's not funny because it happened. It's funny because like, good Lord, like this is just, yeah, I couldn't have concocted like a more horrible, you know, grand guino of, of shit to happen to these poor little kids. And, you know, uh, (laughs) this is real. This is all real, dude. Real, yeah, and um, yeah. The only one of them to survive into adulthood fought in World War One, and my mom would always tell the story of you know in World War One when the Scottish got shipped off to fight in the war, the English did not give a shit about what happened to them, so they all just showed up in whatever they were wearing, and so my great grandfather went to. World War One in like a kilt with the little palm frond and the hat and all that, and it got shot off by a German while he was in a trench, and he almost like climbed out of the trench and tried to get the German right, 
So that was the story my mom always told. She buried the lead because how that man died like 40 years later was he was telling that story on the deck of a ship and a cable snapped and a big bow swung around and golfed his head right off his body into the ocean. <laughs> Holy uh, fuck. While he was telling that story. And to me, that is just one of the bleakest, most hilarious things I've ever heard. It's so true funny. Story. Yeah, true story. Says this but, guy watches all his siblings die. It's like, hey, I, I yeah. survived that shit. I'm going to survive yeah. anything. Exactly. You made it, buddy. And then, yeah, as he's relating a tale. <laughs> wow. The Knowles are lemmings. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, that's, that's part of why, you know, I'm such a uh, fickle, paranoid person because, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they heard, like, Oh, you know, 99% survival rate. You know, why would it be me that dies? That's it's, yeah. it's the opposite. It's like, why would it not be me? Who dies? That sounds, that sounds oh. like a perfect opportunity for, for death to sneak up on old Ryan. That is a crazy, <laughs> that is a crazy family history. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> wow. But when you, when you lay all that out to an audience of people, I mean, this is, this is another reason why I'm not successful people are like that's a lot and there's something wrong with you for laughing at that <laughs> but no i i see what's hilarious i think honestly you can make that funny i i think so there's just, so. there's a lot of uh what's it called a lot of tinkering you got to do to that yeah. thing like yeah little war like little things well and it's it's uh, that's one of one of the things that makes stand-up compelling too is that like it's endless editing endless you know and, and sometimes that's bad you're like oh i just got yes. like some things kind of feel done like i so don't want to so true and sometimes it, it 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 makes you feel crazy because it's like there are there's an endless amount of stuff that you can do to a thing and yeah. sometimes it takes the tiniest tweak to make something so much better and totally. sometimes you can fuck it up by you know moving this around changing that and so it's it's yeah it's uh it's part of the, the part of the magic part of the fun yeah did you just stretch no uh stretching my my sense of enthusiasm about you know <laughs> I, I can't see ryan in, in the zoom so it's just i've been looking yeah. at skynet this whole time yeah i yeah i'm really sorry i don't know what's going i've checked my device manager and I guess I've just had it off for so long. It's just atrophied. I swear to God, if like the end of this, we're at the end of the end of this podcast, and you just t- you turn on the camera and you're just naked this whole time, I'm gonna be <laughs> pretty pissed. No, I'm uh, I'm decked out in my my bathrobe that my my wife got me for uh, for Christmas. So kind of, it's very monk like. Honey, I'm... where's my Zoom bathrobe? <laughs> No, no, not the ratty one. The nice not the thing. Skype one. <laughs> yeah, I've gone full, uh, full uh, Howard Hughes over here. It's. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know who yeah. that is. No. No. He's the guy. Was... They got the guy who does like the, uh, the, uh, what's behind the box? No, what's that game? The now, now let's make a deal uh, or let's make a. Um, bald head. Barker. No. Bunch they have like 40 gals holding briefcases and they're like, Oh, what's yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. odds on this shit? Or Howie, Howie Mandel. That's yeah. No. Oh. 
Although he is he is a uh, a germaphobe, so that is. But uh, no, tell. Howard Hughes was like the original Tony Stark. He was like a, a Playboy engineer who uh, built aircraft and owned his own company, became fabulously wealthy, and then it's kind of unclear whether he was poisoned or became mentally ill but the end of his life he was basically locked inside uh his his uh loft dwellings in, a, in his mansion uh obsessed with germs convinced that the cia was trying to kill him and kind of walking around in tissue boxes and uh yeah became a complete recluse and uh yeah kind of lost his mind and uh oh yeah i feel like that's continuing abreast at, at the current moment it's it's going pretty good you know it's uh nice yeah do you think howie mandel kind of looks like the lead singer of disturbed i can't say i know what the lead singer of disturbed looks like oh he looks like howie mandel <laughs> no way then he does my god <laughs> wow did did i ever tell you that um <laughs> i met the guitarist for puddle of mud uh, Fuck yeah! A couple years ago, it was we we rented equipment for a, uh, a event at the Lyric that I helped set up the sound for. And during breakdown, the guy was just kind of talking. We rented it from this company that he brought all the stuff up from Denver, and uh, he was dropping the stuff off and picking it back up. And uh, you know, we are all just chatting and it turns out he was the original guitarist for puddle of mud he that's west scantlin i think so yeah hell yeah and and that's he, the band that goes like she fucking hates me uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and this dude was talking about how he started the band with his childhood friend who was the lead singer and you know they toured all across the country and they were having a great time but that dude the lead singer has a card on him that basically says that he has a he's mentally a child and he uses it to get out of like arrests and various you know because he has no sense of accountability or you know he's not legally an adult oh god um, but he has you know power and money and and fame (laughs) so it was just like it was a litany of like odd little stories about how this dude uh you know, would get arrested and then wave this card around and be like, well, all right, well, you, you, you stay out of Orlando or whatever, you know, the, wherever they were. But uh, yeah, puddle of money. That's coming back to the too much money thing, Ryan. I, see, but... Ryan. Uh, you're right. Be happy you're poor. <laughs> I should be poor forever. <laughs> or, or until I die of a preventable illness. <laughs> That's what well, Buddhism does it pretty good. They're like, hey, just don't want anything and you're good. You're good, baby. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Taoism is is similar where it's just like, you know, don't move the mountain. You know, don't don't bother trying to like change the world when, you know, this is sort of the the thing you have to deal with. At the same time, um <laughs> however, you, however when when you're talking about like uh pre-democratic societies where no one had any sort of say in how their their life would go that is a very useful philosophy to to uh imbue 
yeah. oneself with. Um, but uh, now the mountain can move if enough of us decide to move said mountain. The mountain's in the cloud now. What? <laughs> like in the Apple cloud? That... Oh, the, the device. Right? Yeah. Right. Did I get... Okay. See, Ryan, you're so smart, and I try to follow along, but I'm just an idiot, you know? I, I'm probably an idiot, too, because now you're going to get, like, angry emails from, like, you know... <laughs> you know, Dallas prof 357, who's just like, actually the, the Confucius was, didn't mean, or that's Confucius. That's the difference. See, I'm fucking it up. All right. Loud long, that's long time it. fan fucking hated the Ryan. No episode. Taoism for life. <laughs> I'm no longer a goof head. Is that who you're, is that what you're, you're labeling your, 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 your fan base? No, they're boofers for some reason. They declare Oof. themselves. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, no. I, want, I don't want a bunch of fans wearing cheese hats and like Luke Gaston's in town. Put on your your merch. I guess I guess goof heads is fine. I just goof heads. You know. what, what what should we call them? I mean, there's a lot of words that are coming to my head that are not good for some reason. See, that's what <laughs> like something keeps approaching my mouth and it's just like, oh, don't say that. <laughs> no, I, not, I think we know what we're about to say. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Maybe just goof, goof and goobers, um, grubsters, fat ass. I don't know what. <laughs> just evolves into just, <laughs> just fuckers. That's what they're just fuckers. <laughs> uh, I'm a fucker. Big fan of goofing. Fuckers. Yeah, it's, it's really got to have that hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great, great show tonight. Uh, Long time listener, a, a big fucker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think this has legs. I think it has. Yes, we got we got some traction. I just want do you are you writing anything? I want. I, do you want to share anything you've been working on? Uh not as of yet. I'm I'm working on a little venture for myself, but it's not at a point where i'm i'm comfortable sharing it with a mass audience because stop you making a claymation no that no (laughs) if that's your calling man that that i feel bad for you because that worked out for like four people yeah 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 it's so laborious and it's just yeah but no it i never know whether you know i don't know if most people have this problem but it's like this is either brilliant or very deeply cringy, and I don't know which one it is. And so, until I make that determination for myself, uh, no, I'm not damn. doing a damn thing. Damn, son. <laughs> I know. It's this, but that's the problem, though, is we're not like, con- like conversing or going out and doing anything. Yeah, we're not like sparking yeah. that little that little conversation in our head that we have with ourselves. It's silly. It's true, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, I don't know if you have had this problem but like i'm i i've got serious like quarantine brain where i do not remember the names of of you know events or people or it's all just sort of this weird blur now i've I've just become a, a a slurry of of vague sensations and synesthetic pops and that's yeah that's my life 
I've been pretty active for quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've been doing shows. You've been doing I, shows. I'm a show guy. I do you shows. Are. You are. It's. Uh, have you dodged the the vid yet? Yeah, all the way. So I've been yeah, safe. I've, I haven't done any shows for the most part that I've been like, oh fuck, this yeah. is dangerous. Uh, however. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah they're doing weld county again aren't they yeah, yeah. no I'm, I'm going to uh, i'm going to Greeley. yeah yeah oh man <laughs> go to Greeley. oh the only reason i'm doing go to Greeley. if if you came to the show this weekend thanks this will be on next month but the <laughs> <laughs> the stage is really far away so i'm like okay vaulted ceilings they're really far away i'm just is gonna, it moxie yeah yeah it's pretty high ceilings so yeah i might do like i might come through the crowd though like lion king you know <laughs> just split split the audience yeah. The <laughs> yeah 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 i mean the numbers though man they're not they're not great but they're not good. I mean, let's take not, a look you want to do it right now us. let's take it let's do good. it they're not good okay larimer no. county's larimer, larimer county's good you know where we live we've been good we've yeah, been we've good been. but what are they? Weld County? Weld. Yeah, Weld County. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Why am I doing this to you? Why am I doing this to you? Oh, See, uh, it's good to know. Oh, it's only a couple of hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there is the letter K involved in any way? <laughs> hmm. Depends on what country you're from. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out to the moxie. This <laughs> oh man, I don't know, dude. I'm uh no, I'm I'm like very much just gonna show up, and I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna not talk to anyone. I'm gonna go right to the back room, green room. There's like this yeah. back area you can just hide and stare at your notes. And the second they go, Lucas, Don, I'll be like, hey, you guys are yeah. fucking stupid. What are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you like? Do you do you enjoy it? I love it. It's like that because it's it. just. I mean, to me, that's so much anxiety. Oh, ride the lightning. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't it's say fun, that man. when people are dropping dead. Huh? What? Don't say that when people are dropping dead. That's like that's like taunting fate. <laughs> that's right. That's true. I forgot. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. No. It's uh, I don't know, dude. It's, you know, co- the comedy clubs open it up and like it's just that weird yeah. thing where it's like, it's the people's responsibility to show up only if they feel good and they know they're not, you know, this yeah. or that. And then there's also like these businesses are fucking tanking across the country. I know. I know. You know, that's, I'm of two minds about it simply because it's like, I don't, I, I can understand why there's so many people who are just like real pissed about anybody doing anything. Yeah. I, at I, the I, same time. Totally. Yeah. But at the same time, like none of these venues are getting help. Mm-mm. Nobody's getting, you know, any sort of assistance, you know, for, for, for a year now. Yeah. A year now, these people have been in a lurch. And oh. I don't, you know, if we want any of these places to exist, what, what else are they supposed to do? Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know about you, dude, but like I fucking dig the places that are owned by a person who lives in the town. Yeah. The families live there their whole lives. They're like, yeah. I put all my shit into this theater. It's my lifeblood. Yeah. I fucking sleep here, and yeah, I I dig 
helping local folks and you know, know. It's, it's it is a risk it's like it's one of the it's everything we do nowadays is is a is, risk. it's, it's, it's a like you just go to the grocery store it's like oh it's a risk to go do this thing yeah i i have i pick them up i don't <laughs> yeah really I, I when i say howard hughes man i am i am in a bubble <laughs> wow <laughs> hey if if i had to design a disease that would kill me this would this be is it. it this yeah, is this, it it's it's chef's kiss let's kill ryan so damn <laughs> i mean i well that may make sense while you're staying you're just you're at risk so you don't yeah yeah i mean i've had i've had pneumonia like eight times yeah know? once you get a punch like, card for pneumonia that's not good it's yeah it's it's not yeah. ideal damn man it ideal. sucks i mean yeah but so does you know yeah, everybody's coping with something right now. So right, you know, and I'm I'm lucky to be in a situation where I can, you know, I can afford to do that. Yeah, you know, no, totally. A lot of people are are stuck working, you know, frontline, and so I I I could have it. It could be worse. It could be much worse. Right. It is for most people. Yeah, so. I'm not going to be going up to go sell some merch after the show sure <laughs> shaking hands with the good folks i did it i did it in june when we were really pent up and the numbers oh, were like man. zero and oh, i was man. just like i was just like, like it was yeah i got the rage oh yeah you have the rage yeah at people That's you don't like people at all after a show no no i love people i love oh. i love people i want to protect people so like the idea of like let's oh. let's you know <laughs> Let's all come up and rub up on each other, you know, and spit in each other's mouths. Get the pile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that just like sends me into paroxysms. Of... Well, I will say that I've had some of the craziest shows of my life this year. Really? The times I've been able to get a good comedy show where all the conditions are right and it's a wow. full of room as it's safe. The reception I get from crowds are just like fuck i miss doing this this is so fun yeah just in a a room together experiencing a night with people yeah and it's it's a it's a kind of thing that you you don't get you just it's weird there's no there's no replacement for it you know no it's when i'm watching it like a tv show or something and there's a there's a crowd at a party on like a patio or something i'm just now i'm like i remember that Oh, those were halcyon days yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's really it's sad it's it's really sad and I, I, I love going to bars and i remember just being shoulder to shoulder with people and just, oh yeah yeah man you know, wall to wall packed yeah wall to wall not even an issue and it's weird that i mean i think the last show i did was kyle's roast mm. i think Kyle that was roast yeah yeah i think that was the last thing the last thing i did and boy what a terrible show to go out on <laughs> yeah it, like well i mean it was fun it was it was funny every everyone did a great job but like to like kind of mildly piss everyone off and then just disappear for a year <laughs> <laughs> at least you're all together it's a it's an experience to like where you're all just together with you know it is it is but there's also those those time bombs where it's just like you don't know if you said something that really pissed someone off until like usually way later (laughs) yeah to have 
I've gone. I go too far before I go not far enough with roast jokes too. It's a tough balance. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to twist the knife. You know. No. You no. want to have a squeaky toy at the end of that thing. Yeah. 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 And it, you know, you want the intention to be. This comes from a place of love, but even when it doesn't, even <laughs> when it, it, it like, even when it does, it, it can still. I, I've been surprised at right. You know, I've 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 been <laughs> called on shit later, years later, sometimes where it's just like, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I said that, but it was in a thing. <laughs> yeah it was a thing where we hate each other for an hour yeah for fun it's all fun i think uh i like speaking of wall to wall i remember doing that show in a basement with you downtown fort collins and that was like do you remember that basement show i'm thinking where was that it was in a basement (laughs) oh yeah you were unconscious that's right no i (laughs) know I was in a in a goat head mask. Yeah, you're in a goat. I yeah, I had the ceremonial nipple clips on. Uh, <laughs> we we just finished drawing the pentagram. Yeah, yeah, which was a good that. thing because the goat was dry. You know, yeah. I don't know what else we were gonna do. God, we killed that night. No, it was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? It was like a little basement show. The ceiling was really low. It was you, me, Can Sun, Kyle. Oh yeah, that was that was um that that uh... the shh, don't tell shows. Shh. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yes, yeah. that was yeah. a great show. Those were fun. Moments like that were in a basement, stuck in a definitely, definitely a fire hazard. Yeah, yeah. Like if 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 anyone in the fire department even caught this out of the corner of their eye, they'd be like, no, 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 no. no. But yeah, there's something really kind of magical about watching. Like I'm, I'm naturally predisposed to. Uh, pessimism so like you know it's amazing that anything happens to me at any point but there's such a like spirit of like oh yeah let's put on a show let's make it work let's have a thing happen let's do it the number of times i've seen you know all of the pieces snap together real fast and it, it makes for like a magical night um you would think i would stop being so pessimistic i i haven't but it it is cause to question that impulse because uh yeah it's uh it's a great scene we have up here you know it's, we're the best man we were just so swell why don't people look at this underrated gem that is the can i read you three things i have in my notepad before we I, we close let's hear it let's okay. hear it yeah this is just an idea for a bumper sticker okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my other truck is a prius I heard a chuckle. Like it's, it's, it's. I I like it, but it's a product that I'm. Does it have a market? <laughs> I know. That's what I like doing. <laughs> I like the inverse too. My other yeah. Prius is a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good too. All right, God, gold. <laughs> I, like, I like it. I mean, yeah. we're just we're just workshopping. Okay. We're shopping. One, uh, two more. Alternate right. spinoff podcast. Shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shopping. Uh, did you, you like the pee on one, pee on a person joke? You like that? Solid, solid. <laughs> I saw a squirrel eating a dried mango. 
like Trader Joe Squirrel, Trader. I don't know. There's something there, yeah. There's Trader Joe there. Squirrel, or like. Not really a joke, more of just a dumb thing. Uh. <laughs> it's a pretty bougie fruit for a squirrel to be like. Yeah. It's that mangoes and squirrels don't have any sort of intersecting biome other yeah. than the one we create for them. And like, what if the squirrel liked it? That's too fucking bad, buddy. Like, <laughs> if it's the most delicious thing he's ever had, he's doomed. <sighs> doomed. He's just like, wh- where are you going to get that? You touch the sun. You you know where to go. <laughs> Doing this podcast has just been an excuse to like I get to pretend like we're at the open mic again. We get to hang out, yeah. but even more yeah. focused. I've, I've been listening, and it's been it's been nice for me because I've you know been in the pod, and uh, you know getting to hear everybody and and all the reminiscence and all that. It's it's been it, it's the closest I've come to like being able to like see everybody and fuck around and laugh. So yeah, it's been, and it's if you've never seen, if you're like not in the group, you just you get to see a little nugget of this. This is our little comedy, yeah, a little comedy troupe out here in Colorado. You know? Yeah, just a little little uh, glimmer of the, of the the fun magic. Do you have anything you want to say to the 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 knoll heads out there? Oh boy, uh, buckle up for the fascist coup. Uh, right don't take anybody's bullshit about. Uh, flagrant lies and deceit and uh, demand <clears throat> accountability from uh, opportunistic shitheads who uh, <laughs> to... I told you I would turn this into a geopolitical <laughs> podcast. I told you that... Ryan, was... you're on goofing. Tell the folks <laughs> at home what you want to tell them. Uh, everybody here is, is eager to hear your thoughts on, on the, the current world stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, society's gotten to a point where we're actually at the we're at the peak of the collapse. I mean, the the Roman Empire only lasted so long before <laughs> it, the inevitable, like the, I mean, the Greco-Romans. Yeah. Boy, just what? Yeah. What was even happening with this whole Sparta thing? I don't know. You see the Visigoths coming down the road, and you're like, hey, what the fuck? You know? I've always been more of an ostracoth yeah. guy, you know? It's yeah. just like, this is a Visigoth. <laughs> Can we make a sketch where we have strong opinions <laughs> on ostracoths and Visigoths? <laughs> they're out there. Like, you know, in the right circles. There, there are people. There. Oh, it would probably, you'd be like two history professors that would be like, did you see this shit, dude? I am tired of Professor Swindleton's Constant besmirching of the Visigoths. Um, I'll show you. Yeah. Other other than my my uh, self importance, uh, everyone should. Uh, I continue trying to trying to stay safe, be as careful as you can. You know, I can't tell anybody how to live their life, but uh, be careful, be good to each other, and, and also go, what goof and promo code purple for. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> you know, it's in a Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Patrick. Oh, I love uh, a <clears throat> little, yeah. little good uh, Patrick Warburton. The light. Yeah, it kind of lets it sizzle. Yeah. So. <laughs> true car. Get a new car with true car. You know, most of the time, people don't like breathy voice actors, but he's uh, <laughs> found a way to really make it work. Jerry, where's the line? The line, where's Jerry? <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> Goose Ghost Boys. Patrick Warburton. 
Cusco's Pies. Pies for Cusco. Pies for Cusco. He always Cusco's sounds pies. like he's <laughs> yeah, like he's struggling through a hemorrhoid or something. Yeah. Like, it's... Ooh. Yeah. I got a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Big one. Why? <laughs> And you know what? <clears throat> the last vowels on the end of a word are overrated anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I like it when, va- like, when Valley Girls do that, too. Like, where are we going? What do you want to drink? All right. Nog it is. Oh, God. I'm going to get sued by Eliza Schlesinger for that one. Um, that's my act. She's... <laughs> Uh, you know legendarily litigious so really n- no <laughs> oh. <laughs> i mean she is now man so. i had to look up what litigious meant last year oh yeah did did goofin get blasted with some <laughs> goofin got blasted uh <laughs> no i just i don't know killed a guy no <laughs> well that'll happen though you no, know i just a weird word. Litigate. Litig- lit- 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 litigious. What does that mean? Sue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. just sue. It's, it's the lawyer word for sue. Yeah. Litigate. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it sound like an action. Like we go, oh, I got to go litigate the, the lawn. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where if someone, if someone says they're going to sue you, they're probably full of shit. But if someone yeah. says they're going to bring litigation against you, that's your ass. Or you'll, just, you'll hear from my lawyers. I can't. I, can you imagine throwing that around? You'll hear from my lawyers. That's that's a uh, hmm. someday, someday. Yeah. Once once the goofing money starts rolling in, oh buddy, you're gonna get the goof brigade on <laughs> people's brigade. asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, see you later. No. Uh... <laughs> Yeah.